You are now tuned into the Re-Up Podcast. With me today is my co-host Hector61. We got a special guest in the building today, Bronx hip-hop artist Self-Made Kev. What's up, Kev? Yo, what up, bro? What's good, bro? How's everything? Chilling, chilling. Yeah, just working? Doing yeah. what you gotta do? Sure. Awesome. So, Self-Made, right? Your single Testimony Freestyle came out this past April, and most artists who make the debut, their debut, you know, a single or album, project, whatever the case may be, they want to get to a broader audience in any genre. Um, on other, you know, and their when it comes to kind of like their debut, they kind of want to either get to like a big, you know, a big trap scene, a big party type of song. Mm-hmm. You kind of did the opposite and kind of like did um a tribute to a loved one. Yeah. Explain what went into that. I did a tribute for my little cousin, and right. like just talking about my past, my struggles, and what I've been through. Because my main goal is to reach people that have been through the same thing I've been through, if not worse or similar. Right. So I don't want to stay in that lane while I talk about my struggle or like. Stuff that puts people in their back when they go after a party or at night after school and they in their bed and they want to listen to something that helps them relax. I make music for that. Right. Do you need pushback to maybe do like the opposite and go for like a big time party record? Nah, never. Nah. So everyone from most part said, you know what? That's like kind of like your alley. Yeah, that's my alley for sure. Right. So you um you do more music like that, but can you also go into more of like the party oh, type yeah, of music yeah, and like sure. everything for that. sure? Yeah. I guess once I'm lit and you know I'm not. Going through the struggle, going through the pain, probably I could get in that zone and do a party song and stuff like that, get people lit. But as of now, I'm gonna stick to what I'm doing right now. Right, that's what I'm going through. Do you think? Do you think radio stations or a lot of platforms are into kind of like that type of like relaxing, um, suitable type of music? Nah, radio they just go for whatever's hot, whatever the party songs like, like the club songs yeah, and all exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so you kind of want to stay away from the club. Do you want to stay away from the club songs, or is it you know kind of like whatever? Not even comes? just stay away, just. However I'm feeling in the studio, that's what I go with. If I'm feeling, you know, if I feel like I'm got to spit some pain, then I'm going to just stick with that. Would you consider yourself a radio artist? Like, mm. Hot 97, trying to get on the radio? Nah, I ain't just trying to get on the radio. If it happens, it happens. You feel me? I if people you. fuck with the music, then I'll do it. But I ain't going for that. I just want right. to aim for the streets, aiming for what people really want to hear. I hear you. Yeah. So, for everyone, it's always going to be a different answer, right? Mm-hmm. But... When we ask most artists who they look up to or who they've been inspired by, they usually say themselves, yeah. you know, some cocky shit. Yeah. So, growing up, who were some of your go-to artists? Like, who Girl, would you say was on your playlist? Growing up, like, what age? Uh, let's say middle school. Middle school, uh, I got to say Fab, Meek, Drake. Um, and how old was I? Like, 11, 12? Yeah, Fab, Meek, Drake. I will say those artists. All right, all right. So, I mean, would you say, like, you specifically, like, is street artists that you connect with, or is any type of, Not like, only street artists. Like, I'll listen to some Summer Walker. I'll hear you. My I girl got me listening to Billie Eilish. I got you, like I got you. Nice. A lot of artists also have shown artistic abilities from a young age. How much did music influence you when you were younger? When I was younger, I used to listen to a lot of Lil Bow Wow. Nice. I used to have a little karaoke set. I used to sing along to all his songs and stuff like that. I never thought I would be a rapper, but... I used to just do it because because it was fun. Yeah, it was just fun. Did you do any type of other um, music type of ventures? Like, were you uh, like in, like in a church group or nah, any never. type of instruments none stuff of that. like that? I used to dance with my school. Oh, dope. Okay, yeah, I used to dance and shit like that, but never no music rapping. I ain't never think I could spell none of that. So that was never like a dream of yours from nah, as a young age. I used to want to play baseball. Got you. Yeah. So how did the music really come about? How did you formulate? All right, music is kind of what I want to um, do from now on. 
when I knew baseball wasn't going to work, I said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I don't want to live a regular life. I don't want to work nine to five. I knew I wasn't going to finish school, so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just do the music because I want to live the lifestyle. Right. I want to be rich, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to just do the music. I was like 21. And I started off in my dorm. I was just writing, writing, writing. And when I got home, I went to the studio, started recording. I ain't even record the songs that I had written. I started freestyling. Since then, I've been freestyling every song. And I just kept going like that. Nice. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people also, I guess, um, they want to go into that type of venture, like that entrepreneurship venture. Oh, I don't want to work. I don't want to do 9 to 5. And they go into music, but a lot of people aren't talented enough yeah. to really make that a reality. How did you realize that you were actually, you know, talented and that all this investment to the music would actually work? Shit. Took a while. It took like 40, 50 songs for me to be like, all right, nah, this is it right here. I mean, everything that I start, I always finish. I always try to finish. So I never quit, you know, but it took a while for me to gain that confidence. Like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So it's grinding, basically. Yeah, for sure. All the time. Every day, every day in the studio. I lived in the studio, just rapping, rapping, rapping until I found that one song that I feel like, this is my sound. This is what I'm. This is my go-to right. Have you seen the glamorous side of of, um, of rap yet, or have you only seen like the gritty working just consistently, work. the behind the scenes kind of yeah. work? Because I think I don't think a lot of people really understand that music, the music industry in general, it's not all glitz and glamour. That's just nah, to show people just, like for, a for um, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's yeah. just working. It's a tough grind. Yeah. What type of studios do you um do you usually work at, or do you usually um record your songs at? Uh, I was recording in Culture Studio in the Bronx. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It's a big one. And um, that's about it. So when would you say with that music itself was what you wanted to pursue, period? Because you told us that baseball, once it didn't work out, yeah. boom. That was like, all right. But when did you know that's my avenue? That's what, like, eso lo que quiero hacer. Like, that's what I want to do for yeah. sure. Um, I would say right after I finished um, my last semester of college, when I came back home, right. I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I didn't even go back for my last year. Cause I was not gonna graduate. I didn't have no credits, nothing. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna just do the music. Shit. I'm gonna stay home, and I just did that. I was. It was last year, last year or two years ago. I was 21. So a lot of people in your inner circle, whether it's your family, your friends, when you first kind of made the decision that you weren't gonna go back to school for your last year, um, what was the reaction to that? Horrible, <laughs> horrible. Everybody was like, so you gonna stop playing baseball? So you can do music, baseball don't work. What makes you think music is gonna work? Um, you know, a lot of people don't make it, blah, blah, blah. It's just hard uh, all hard. negativity. Yeah, all negative. But. Uh, the Hispanic criticism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now nah, I, I can understand. Like, yeah. if, if I just dropped out of school right right now, my mom would probably kill me. Exactly. And I was in my last, I was about to go into my last year. So it's like, you're about to stop everything you're doing just for music. You don't even know if you're good at it. Like, right. I've never done music. So they like, what the fuck? <laughs> Were you one of the first people in your family to attend college? Was that kind of the reason yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. So was that also kind of reason why people yeah, were kind of upset? Was, like, damn, mm-hmm. like, you would have been the first one to graduate, all that, like, mm-hmm. how could, like, you know. And I'm basically the first child, like, the first grandchild, first nephew, first son. That's tough. Nephew. Yeah. So crazy. Did you also think that maybe, did, you, did your family also think that maybe it would be, like, a bad example for, like, any younger siblings you might have had or any younger, like, um, generations in your family um, you might have had? Not necessarily because they know that anything I've, go for is a positive. Like right. they know the music is a positive, of course. Um what I talk about in my music is different, but the main goal is positive. So right. So successful. now they kinda understand that yeah, the music is kinda going mm-hmm. somewhere, there's actual money yeah. in this, actual vision. Of course. It's just at the time it was like a big culture a shock big type shock. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I mean like most of the time people would like the way you described it, dropping out in general, you know, Hispanic parents they're gonna get like 
OD nervous about their kid and everything. Mm-hmm. But that's most um, parents in general. Yeah. For so me. going into it, were you nervous like from the get go? Like, were you just like, nah, I think I could do this music thing, or were you just like, you just threw yourself out there like, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do, boy. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I knew I had, I had the image. Like, okay. I know I could do it. It's just about, can I make songs consistently? That's right, what I was right, scared right. about. Like, do I like my sound? Like, at first, I ain't like my sound. I ain't like how I sound at all. But that's was, usually, yeah, that's usually yeah. the start at the starting point, everybody. Mm-hmm. All I artists, just, I like that. I just kept going. I just thought, throw a little bit of auto tune, <laughs> spit a little bit, and you go. I'm like, nah, it was not like that. So you didn't know how to song. do, you didn't I know how to do 16 or 14. None of that. I ain't know what nothing was. When they asked me, you think you could do it? Nah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Hook, verse. So you just kind of like, like, Went out the deep end. Yeah. Just kind of started to learn. I mean, all day, all I do is look up, like, um, different artists. Um, they come off, what they do in the studio, mm-hmm. and how they record and stuff like that. Right, I learn right. from, like, bigger artists and stuff like that on the regular. This is what I do every day, so that's how I got to learn. Did you also link up with more engineers and more other people who help, like, videographers, like a manager? Like, was yeah, that also man- a big part of, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. When I linked up with my manager, Jose, he helped nice. me a lot in getting my music in all platforms. Um, video work, photography, everything. Like he's, he's the backbone of this. So he pretty much kind of organizes you and like yeah, puts you like in the right place exactly, at the right time. Yeah. So he how did you and Jose link up? Oh, uh, I mean, I knew him since I was younger. Since I played baseball with his big brother, I knew him since I was younger. And then him, he he would reach out to me like, "Yo, I fuck with your music. Send me some unreleased. I'll send some stuff." And he told me like, "Listen, I got a big plan. I want to start a management company." So. He was like, I want to manage you, I want to help you, I want to get your music out there, we can do this, I know how to get your, um, I have a marketing plan for you, blah, blah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm with it, fuck it, let's do it. We're both young, we both come the same, from the same borough, so I'm like, let's do it, why not? Sounds good. Because yeah. for the most part, like, if a friend tells you, hey, I want to start something, but there's no organization yeah. or paperwork behind it, or no, like in your case, a marketing plan, it might seem like a, like a semi-good idea, because you're like, all right, like, I like this guy, but... I don't know what he is business-wise. Yeah, exactly. So I guess it was a plus for you to see, all right, he actually has something like set yeah, out concrete exactly. for me to actually follow, yeah, exactly. actually do. Mm-hmm. So do you two kind of like budget out, you know, um, like videos and yeah, like yeah. everything for the most part? Of course, yeah. Nice. What makes him a good manager other than that? Uh, I mean, he, whatever I want, he gives it to me. Like if I want to drop on this day, he'll be like, let's do it this day. It's never a no. It's never, he explains to me, if he says no, he explains to me why not. He looks out for me other than music. If I'm going through something, hits me up. Like, yo, you good, bro? I see you haven't been in the studio. Or you going through a little something. He checks. He looks out for me, all that. Nice. So, so when it came to your um to your manager, um speaking like from my own experience, I'm a manager myself. Yeah. Like I manage my my boy, mm-hmm. and he was on the show last week. So, for example, when it went into um management. Would you say it was more about like okay we have this overall goal we have this plan or whatever or was it more than the music like it was a brotherhood like you know what I'm saying was it more important we trying to get out the hood together or whatever or was it like regardless if we don't make it it's a brotherhood thing you know what I mean? Nah, for sure it's a brotherhood before anything. I hear that. The music is just a plus it bring it brought us more together because we right. wasn't really talking consistent before. Okay, you know, I was okay. more cool as brothers since we played baseball together. Right, right, right. But after the music that's when we really got closer. We really got. Nah, I'll consider him my brother. So I talk to him every single day. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So in your music, you portray a lot of pain and struggle. That's pretty much, you, you can feel it. Yeah. For the most part, you hear when you listen to it. Right. Is music a way for you to come to terms with tough times in your life? For sure. I've been through the worst. I go to the studio and feel better. After I make a good song, I feel better. I'm right. happy. I forget about everything. 
That's your outlet. Exactly. Now you're up. Yeah, I feel like everyone has an outlet with like the, the gym or even like yeah. when I used to play baseball, going to the batting cage, yeah, just hitting like exactly. 100 balls. It's like thing. it's kind of like, like, you know, um, hitting Boxes, a punching, punching bag, bag or something yeah, like that. So some like some positive like that. Mm-hmm. Um, was music like a, were you ever nervous that, you know, you being through so much that you would kind of like express your anger through, um, through like the wrong avenues? What do you mean? So instead of going to the mu- to the studio and oh, music to like yeah, relieve yeah. yourself, did you ever worry about yourself, you know, going to like other bad stuff? Yeah, of course. Of course, like drugs and stuff like that. Of yeah. course. And that's why there's always a studio. Oh, right. my girl. She for sure calms me, calms me down. Keeps you level-headed. I'm good. For the most sure part. I'm straight, yeah. Sure. Keeping you out of keeping you out trouble. Out of trouble, exactly. I'd rather be laid up with her than doing songs. Right. Is it, is it tough to be in a relationship when you're like, in a, not even like the music scene but like an entrepreneurship scene because sometimes you gotta put like you gotta put so much time and effort into the craft yeah. that sometimes like their personal life has to take a kind of a break uh, it just depends you gotta really get a good girl that go understand and she has the same goal as you right at first it was tough you know i was playing baseball she was okay with it she was supportive and it's like i'm switching to music it's like oh that's a big switch but yeah she understood and she was down with me through whatever Made it happen, right? What was uh, her first? What was her first reaction when you showed her like a clip of your music? No, it was fun. She was in the studio with me. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, nice. First right. time recording, she was in the studio with me. And she liked it. It was cool. Nice. I listened to it now. We listened to it like the other day, and it was like I grew a lot from then to the, to now. That's yeah, it's amazing. Ride it, ride or die type of shit. For sure, it's amazing. All right. So speaking on the music, right? Continuing with the music. So in June, you dropped your single, myself. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. I even enjoyed the visuals. It looked like a scene out of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Good fellas. <laughs> yeah. So, um, those were great too. But for the most part, when you hit the studio, right? Are you looking? Is there a type of track or a sound that you're specifically looking for, or are you usually playing with different type of beats and melodies when you get in there? I mean, when I get in there, usually I'm on YouTube looking for beats. I don't have a producer yet. Okay. But um. Usually I'm on YouTube looking for beats. The first beat that I find that I like, I just like the first five seconds of it. I pick it and I just go in and record it. I record myself. I don't have no engineer, no nothing. So I record myself. I freestyle. I don't write. So everything just flows. It's just whatever I'm feeling at the moment. Everything's organic. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, there's there's a bunch of artists that I know, but, you know, guys like Joey Badass, you know, they used to come up and they used to, Joey Badass has said himself, he used to look up um, beats and instrumentals on YouTube. YouTube all the time, and that's yeah, how you exactly. blow up. You yeah, know what I'm saying? There's a lot of fire beats on YouTube. Sure. OD, and nobody's saying nothing about it, so uh, I don't blame you. Why not? Do you think it's easier, like, because stuff like that, like looking at YouTube, uh, beats on YouTube, do you think it's not so easier, but more um, more of kind of like, more, more like, well, I, I will say easier. Is it easier to become an artist or at least start becoming an artist yeah, compared to what it was 10 years ago? Yeah, everything is online. You just go on YouTube, look for a beat. Back then, you probably couldn't even, even be able to do that. Right. I just go on YouTube, look for B, put it on Pro Tools and record. Have an engineer come record it for you. Your friend know how to record, record it, and you got a song. Like, that's the funny thing, You never too, know if it pops or not. Somebody likes your song, fuck it. Exactly. It's, it's funny because almost everybody, like, they don't know it themselves, but almost everybody has a skill. Like, yeah, you, you, you'll knows. be around your friends, and somebody knows how to do something. Mm-hmm. They have no idea. I don't even so, know. Right. Exactly. For real. How many videos do you have, music videos? I got three. Right. Yeah. Do you plan on making more in the future? Oh, yeah, or for make, sure. Like, definitely. Yeah, right. I'm going to make more videos for sure. I got to get more videos out there. Right. And what's the message that you want to kind of, like, um, portray in your music videos? Because a lot of rappers, they just kind of want to floss, like, yeah. creatively and all that, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like to floss right. with the music and all that. Do you have, like, an actual storyline that goes along with the I want to do actual storylines for my videos, for sure. I feel like that's important. People get to understand 
the song. When you right. Do a storyline is you just rapping about something, and then your music is just fucking foreign cars and all that type of shit. It's like what's yeah. really the story in your song? Exactly. You know? There's a lot of directors like um like Kid Art. I don't know if you know who he is. He does a whole bunch of really cool, like, directing pieces with music videos. Like, he'll do, like, a whole, like, acting scene, but then mixing the music here and there. Yeah, that's fine. Stuff like that. So, would you see yourself kinda doing like, stuff like that? Yeah, kind of like um the video myself. Yeah, like, exactly. At the beginning, is like, a little bit of acting and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I like stuff like that. Do you just want to go into hip-hop or the acting and other types of ventures kind of make sense act. for you? Yeah, I would like to act for sure. Right. Yeah. Have you ever acted before nah, in anything? No, like, act, nah, nah. even, like, an acting class or something like that? Or even, like, skits? I think in school I did. In school? Yeah, All right. Yeah. How did it feel know. when he did it in school? Did it feel like it organic? Cool. Like, yeah, yeah, like I can see myself doing this I definitely. Do I could do it for sure. Yeah. My girl be telling me that I could. I so you like a whole triple threat? Yeah. All yeah. Type, I, I want to do everything. Yeah, next, the acting thing, it makes a lot of sense because even actors like, um, well, Method Man, Ice Cube, Tupac, oh, yeah. even like today, uh, Davies, Young and May, yeah, they've exactly. done really, really well on like big, like um, big major TV shows yeah, or like exactly. streaming service shows. It, op- it opens all type of avenues at the end of the day. Yeah. Whether it's it's music, you know, acting, um, it opens all type of avenues. You could do right. whatever. I mean, it's a it's an outlet like we talked about before, but it just it broadens your horizon basically. Definitely. Exactly. Um, sticking to the subject, who's your favorite rapper actor? Rapper actor? Yeah, like a, a big time rapper, or does not big? Well, yeah, big time rapper that's gone know. like done really well at acting that you can remember. Common, not common. Um, Cameron. Cameron got yeah, you. Sure. Nice. Beautiful. That's my favorite movie. That's far. Yeah. Is it because he's from like? Up, is he because he's from uptown? You like kind of like probably, relate yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, and painful is such a it's such a classic movie. Yeah, it is for sure. It's like relatable to a lot of people because it's mm-hmm. kind of what they see when they step outside for a second. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody who's from uptown usually, you know, on they can't. Painful. Oh yeah. Kind of funny as fuck when he act. I mean, to me, I consider him the funniest rapper of all time. Honestly, he's one of my favorite rappers. Like, "Come Home with Me" is one of my favorite albums of all time. So, I mean, I'm a big camera on head, so yeah. I don't even blame you. But um, all right. Being a, a Bronx upcoming artist, right? Do you feel the pressure on standing out or holding it down, repping your borough? Because you know the last artist we had on, he's from Brooklyn. So, you know, with the ascension of Pop Smoke and Fabio Foreign, he told us he was like he was honestly happy for them. You know, most people would go out and say, "Nah, I'm trying to go out." And shine on my own, but yeah. he sees it more of a team thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like if we shine, if they shine, we all shine. Of course. So basically, he felt like they were winning for the team in whole. So do of you feel course. the pressure of like standing out on your own? Nah, I don't feel the pressure standing on my own. I mean, I want to open doors for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. everybody that's coming up from the Bronx, I want to open doors for them. Any of my boys that rap, anybody that I want to open doors for everybody. We all make it. We all shine. We right. go on tour. You got a whole bunch of Bronx niggas on tour. That's live. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Who are some of your favorite BX artists? BX artists that you can that you look up to in a sense. Hey Boogie, nice. Yeah, interesting hey for sure. Is that kind of where the coming, or well, like the influence of singing, kind of comes from? Because you're very melodical when it comes to a lot of your songs. No, nah, I wouldn't say Boogie. I would say Dirk. That's gotcha. Boogie. Okay, so that's my favorite artist. Nice. For sure. Oh, so Dirk's your favorite artist? Yeah, that's my favorite artist. So anything like from melodic singing? Because when I wanted to start rapping. I'm like, nah, because anybody that start rapping, somebody influenced them to start rapping. Like, right, yeah, right, true. Right. So he was the one that influenced me to start rapping and his sound and what he talks about and stuff like that. That really helped me gain the confidence to talk about my struggle and everything that I'm going through and open up to the people. Because people don't really like opening up about their struggles and what they're going yeah. through on the personal level. But since I seen he was able to do it, I said, why not? 
Why not me? You know, Dirk does a great job at doing that. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you, even if you're not from, you know, from Chicago or this type of lifestyle, you kind of see in your head, like, yeah. I right, like, he kind of, like, describes in perfect detail mm -hmm. exactly yep. what's going on, exactly, exactly how he's feeling. It's really hard exactly. to describe in full detail how you're feeling because the other person, you know, they're not you. Yeah, him and, tough. and G Herbo. Him and G Herbo, those months. Yo, I love rappers. Herbo. You heard his, um, his new tape that he, he dropped recently? Yeah, yeah, it was great. I liked hard. it. Yeah. That shit hard. The cover photo is, is tough, too. It's like mm -hmm. him and Stu just, like, smoking all that. But the way it's, like, all yeah, set up simple, and everything, like, black fire. and white. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, some photography like that is dope. So would you say that, like, the Chicago Joe scene is a big, like, influence yeah. on you? Hell yeah. Okay. Chief Keef, Dirk. I fuck with Polo G right now. I fuck with all of them. I got Chicago you. Okay. I fuck with so, so, like, delve into that. Like, would you say, like... You know, because we have our own sound in NY, mm -hmm. but a lot of people over the last, like, what, five years would say, nah, you, you guys are heavily influenced by us over in Shawtown. So would you say, like, in a sense, you specifically, like, um, like emulate over there? Like, would you say you, like, try to, like, imitate what's going on over there? Or no, are you trying to do your own thing? I'm trying to do my own thing. I don't imitate. I just feel like it's an influence. Everybody's influenced, like. Right. But, um, like, um. I'll talk about what I want to talk about, what I've been through in my own way. I feel like I have my own voice. I don't feel like I sound like anybody. I hear that. You feel me? So if somebody says I sound like him or I sound like him, fuck it, I don't care. But I know I don't sound like anybody. I sound like myself. So, so is staying unique a big yeah. um a big thing for you? Yeah, for sure. Or it's sure. kind of like, you know, whatever whatever your opinion is, it's whatever. I know exactly who I sound yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, I don't care what people's opinion is, but... I feel like I'm myself. I do whatever I want to do. I talk about whatever I want to talk about. If I want to do something on a track and somebody else did it before, I don't care. Right. I probably didn't know he did it. Yeah, no, nah, a lot of people get, you know, really upset about that. And yeah. which I kind of, I understand personally, but since there's so many avenues and so many, you know, ways to kind of market yourself with this whole music thing, it's kind of tough not to take here and there or if yeah, like the two same people sound similar. Because there's only so many artists and so many ways to do stuff unless yeah, someone exactly. does, it, does it first. Somebody's going to do it first. Yeah. That's, that's the thing too Like everybody thinks Like everybody's copying Everybody else's style yeah. And you don't yeah. really know Who originate. You know You don't, you don't really know, know Who's the, the real originator You exactly. feel me So I know exactly Where you're coming yeah. from And sometimes With the biggest trends too It's not who does it first But who does it better does Or it who, better. who elevates exactly. it And that's the type of person That really gets remembered mm -hmm. So sometimes You know If someone says Alright I want to be the first To do this You know don't be the Well if you want to be the first To do something That's great but just understand that you gotta, you know, elevate it too, or some, yeah. or you gotta be comfortable with the fact that someone's gonna come after you, yeah, whether it's in 10, 15, 20 years, and do it better than you did. Yeah, because now you open the lane, so now people, now there's different people that's gonna wanna take that lane. What if somebody that takes that lane is better than you? Right. You open the lane, but now there's somebody better than you, so now you did it from, yeah. Who are you now? Yeah. Do you also think that people get tight about maybe not someone taking their style, but maybe not getting the credit for it, or getting like a shout out? Yeah, there's people that get mad about that. So is it, is it like one or the other? You think, um, or maybe sometimes it's both. It's both. Like, you gonna take my sound, not give me credit, but then again, you might not feel like you took my sound. You might right. feel like that's your sound. You just happen to sound like me. Like some people have the same voice. They sound like I know people that sound like me. Yeah, that don't rap. They just talk and you hear them on the phone. They sound just like me. If they start rapping, they're gonna sound like me because they already sound like me. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Is that a, is that a big deal for you? Like at the end of the day, like. Most people would probably say, well, I don't know about his credibility. You feel me? Yeah. But is that a, a like genuine like thing for you? Like, no, I want I want my fans to know, no, this is me. I didn't get this from nobody else. Yeah. You know, one thing is getting inspired by somebody or getting some type of creativity from someone. Yeah. But do you genuinely want people to know, no, everything's organic. You feel me? Yeah, I want them to know it's organic for sure. But my fans are going to know it's organic. Right. You also mentioned that you don't use auto-tune. 
I do use. Oh, you do use. I'm yeah, yeah. You do use auto tune. So was that a decision that you want to make immediately, or did someone yeah. from your team maybe say, "All right, mate, let's try out auto tune." That how was it works. the first thing I needed. Auto tune. I said, "I'm not rapping if I don't have auto tune. I need it." Because everybody used auto tune. Yeah. It was like, why would I start making music and not use auto tune? It's like I'm not gonna fit in to the trend right now. Everybody using auto tune. I'm gonna use auto tune too, and I'm gonna make it sound my own way. Okay. Right. You know what I'm saying. So Is that because Durkio uses auto tune a lot? Durk, yeah. Um, right. Future, future. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking about people who use it like in, in a good way. Yeah. Some people overuse auto tune, mm-hmm. sound and doesn't sound good at all. Exactly. So do you kind of just like, so you balance it out? See, yeah. all right, maybe not too much, not too mm-hmm. little. I don't use part. too much. Like auto tune, it just depends how you use it, because it's not like right. you love it. You just depends how you use it. You gotta learn how to use it. At first, I didn't know how to use it. I was just going and rap, and it would be like you're not using the auto tune. People tell me you're not using the auto tune. Like what do you mean? I don't know what you mean. And when I started learning, it's like, all right, Ben, now I'm learning how to use it. Feel me? Yeah, I got you. I mean, you said right now, um, I'm going to use auto-tune because I'm trying to fit in. Yeah. You feel me? But would you say that's, at the end of the day, what you're, like, overall trying to do? or you know? not, not necessarily fit in. It's just, I know the crowd I want. Okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you kind of want to give the crowd, oh, the specific audience you want exactly, yeah, exactly. what they need exactly. for the most part. Because exactly. you understand who your audience is. Exactly. That's very important, I feel like, because a lot of people say, oh, he's doing auto-tune, that's the same old thing. But if you understand who your audience is, like your d- direct demographics, and you just deliver to them, yeah, that's kind of like business one-on-one, per se. Exactly. Like, I know younger kids, they like listening to melodic stuff. Oh, Women, girls like listening to melodic stuff, and that comes with auto-tune. So I'm going to use that. And right. I want that. that's my demographic, kids that's going through what I'm going mm-hmm. through. Um, girls, of course, because I make music for girls, too. I got a single coming out at um, 12 a.m., that's for girls. It talks talks about me and my girl. Yeah. I gotta use auto tune for that because that's what girls like, the melodic stuff, singing and stuff like that. I mean, like fifteen years ago, you put it perfectly. Fifteen years ago, it was all about that gritty, exactly. you know, talking mm-hmm. rough, DMX type of thing. But you you made a great point right now. It's more about you know the combination of if you got bars, but if you can sing too. Exactly. You know, everybody's trying to aim to be the next Drake, but you know, here in the, here in NY, you know, you got guys like A Boogie. Little TJ, mm-hmm. who are doing their thing, and they, you know, sounding melodic on tracks. Yeah. So is that your overall goal? Would you say you're trying to hit that tr- type of premiere exactly. artist type yeah. level? That's the audience I'm trying to hit for sure. Okay. Yeah. Which producers have you worked with, and are there any that you're currently looking to work with in the future? Um, producers I work with from YouTube, really. Um, VG, Woodpecker, um, who else? Flazon, that's my boy right there. Speaker banger, speaker bangers, yes. Um, that's it. And they all from the city, right? Nah, they not from the city. They from Europe. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. Nah, Flazon's from New York. Okay. He's from the yeah. He's from the Bronx. Okay. Yeah. The fact that you said Europe is very interesting because I think a lot of artists love going to Europe because yeah. it, people might pop off in Europe first before yeah. the U.S. and stuff like that. Europe Do you ever kind of yeah. see yourself maybe? All right, this is an option. Maybe if the U.S. doesn't work out right away. Let's see how Europe works, or maybe overseas. Yeah, I might think about it. Right. If it don't work out here, I might go overseas. I want to go overseas either way and just travel. You yeah. Know? Why not go over there for a couple months? Yeah. Oh, when I say it doesn't work out, I'm not saying, like, the whole thing doesn't work out. I'm just saying some artists sometimes, um, you know, get to really get the ball rolling overseas yeah, before yeah, the U.S. Yeah, before or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That's probably an option. Right. So do you talk to, do you, to these producers sometimes? Like, hey, like, if do you guys have any shows out there? Maybe, like, some opportunities out there that maybe you could, you know, like... Nah, I don't got a personal relationship with them. Like, it's just beats I find on YouTube, and I just use them. Got it. But um, 
because they say free on them, so I just use them, whatever. Oh, true. Gotcha. Yeah. The only one I really got a relationship with is my boy Flyzone. And he's from New York. Yeah, he's from New York. Got you. Nice. So we're not gonna we're not gonna mention any names, but there's a certain artist right now who's incarcerated, who has rainbow hair, and yeah. you know he was touring overseas. But um, you know he made his money overseas, and he was popping over there. Oh you know yeah. I mean? And there's a whole bunch of artists like, um, Ye signed um, what's his name? Um, he sound just like um, sound just like Future. Um, he had that hit. I forgot. Oh, Designer. Oh, oh, he's yeah, making his money. Yeah. He's making overseas, his money yeah. overseas. So would you say you want, like, to make your money is money at the end of the day, but you want to, like, branch off to Europe first or, like, overseas, or do you want to tour here? I want to tour here. I hear that. I want to tour here first and then go overseas. I want to get laid in my country first, my city, New York, everything. Got you. You speak Spanish, too. Would you ever yeah. think about going, like, towards, like, the Spanish trap scene, maybe, like, Spanish pop or something like that? Or, like, no, working Spanish. this type of artist? I feel like if you gonna hit the Spanish scene, your Spanish gotta be like on point, on point, because yeah. they're gonna hear that you're struggling with your Spanish. So yeah, like, but I'll rap in English, but right. I won't do the Spanish. My Spanish ain't up to par to keep up with them. If your Spanish gets better, would that maybe ch- would that would that idea maybe change? Yeah, for sure. Right. What were some of your favorite Spanish artists that you kind of like? Spanish artists, uh, I fuck with Bad Bunny. Yeah, I fuck with um, Osuna. Okay. Was you like Anuel? I was just about I fuck to bring with Anuel. Yeah, I fuck with Anuel. Dope. All right. Let me see who else we got here for you. All right, so being from the Bronx, right, the birthplace of hip-hop. It has notable towns such as KRS one Fat Joe, J-Lo, and now, like we said before, A-Boogie and Lil TJ. Um, ranked, all right, so kind of like we're going to do this. I want you to tell me, like, a starting five of either New York artists or Bronx artists that's going to go, like, who's point guard, shooting guard, power forward, small forward, and center right, for you right. personally. Jeez. I'll say A Boogie, shooting guard, little TJ point guard. Um, I'm small forward. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. All right, boy. That's fair. <laughs> Cardi B. And damn. Who's another artist in there? Fat Joe, Big Pun, That's French. Right. French for sure. Center. Got you. Yeah. So French is in the paint. Yeah, he in the paint. Oh, got you. So a whole bunch of like current type of guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I wasn't really into the um, I wasn't really into the New York music when I was younger. You know, I wasn't really okay. up to date with it. I was listening to more like Lil Bow Wow. I was listening to like, um, like more down south artists. Yeah, more down south artists. Yeah, because that's kind of like what's because like, I used to dance yeah. and stuff like that. Right. Oh, right. so that's perfect. Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah, that makes sense. Soldier yeah. Boy. I used to dance and stuff like that. So I wasn't really into the rap scene. My uncle used to listen to Fifty Cent. I was into Fifty Fifty Cent, but nah, right. Not really know. You were most. You were mostly like, you were more into like dancing in general. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't really. It wasn't a music really thing, like. Yeah. I wasn't listening to bars and stuff. And I wasn't into that stuff. Right, right, yeah. right, right. I mean, so I actually saw. I was on your Instagram and I saw your Triller video and yeah. I, and it made me laugh because you had, you had this line where you go, I need a rollie on and if I got one, I put, put my, my brothers, brothers on. on for sure. So you know, right there, you letting us know, with your brothers, with the team, it's us against the world. Of course. So. Basically, you put you you said the rolly line. So would you say um you have an do you put like fashion? Um, is it really important to you in your image or not? Um, I see it is. I love fashion. You always want to look good anywhere you go, videos, um, photo shoot, anywhere you go, you want to look good. So as soon as I get that bag, I'm spending it in the mall. 
<laughs> got you. Trying to floss. Exactly. Would you actually want to get invested into fashion? Because, you know, Fashion Week's this week. Yeah. And, you know, a whole bunch of artists from Davies to, you know, like, everybody is, you know, kind of, like, going doing these campaigns where, like, they'll do stuff for maybe, like, a Sprite. Yeah. Or go on a runway and do stuff like Mike and Mary and all these other crazy yeah, brands. Do you course. see yourself doing yeah, a lot of, of stuff like that? Of course. I would love to. And I got my boy Ray Switch. He into the fashion and stuff like that. I want to put him on to that. Yeah. For sure. I'm going to open those for all my brothers. Is he an artist, too? Or is he more nah, into the fashion? Nah, he's just into the fashion. So he does. Yeah. So he's he wants to be what, like a he stylist wants to be, or something uh, like that. Uh, what is that brand? Uh, brand ambassador. Brand ambassador. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like nowadays, you know, a lot of people work like that. Mm-hmm. That's like a full time career for everybody. Just yeah, being a brand ambassador. You know, going to social media, the whole fashion thing on social media, and kind of you know getting bread off of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at it works. look at Lil Yachty. He got um the endorsement from Nautica, Sprite. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I know exactly what you mean. It it goes back to what we talked about before, branching out and it opens different avenues. Exactly. So. I feel you on that one. All right, so your debut mixtape was Find A Way, and it dropped last July. Mm -hmm. And last month, a couple days into 2020, you dropped Sorry For The the Drought. So do you think you've grown musically or artistically since then? Oh, yeah. And what's your overall plans for 2020? 2020, I want to drop music, visual. I want to drop Find A Way too, which is going to be my my, album. I want that to be my album. I'm going to put 20 songs on it. I want to drop that finally too with big features probably on it. That's my goal. You already got your cover art and everything. Nah, like nah, nah. Okay. I don't even got a song yet. Recorded for it, but I'll do a tape. That's just in the plans. Yeah, yeah. like sorry for the job. I did that tape in a week. Right. Yeah, it was a more of a short like, EP. Yeah, like four it was songs. an EP I did yeah. in a week. Uh, I got a tape dropping this month at the end of this month called um, "Waste to Your Heart." I did that in like two weeks, three weeks. Like I'd make a project in a month. You kind of want to, but you kind of want to transition to making like bigger projects, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You mentioned twenty songs. A lot of artists nowadays don't do twenty songs. A lot of artists will do like if they have like an album or something like that's like eight songs or ten yeah. songs. Then like it's rare if you go to twelve. No, I'm doing 15, twenty. Because right. I realize I don't miss the last ten songs. I'm about the last, the last five songs I dropped. I recorded five in a row. I dropped it. These five songs I'm about to drop on the love tape. Wait, see your heart is going to be. It's gonna be five songs. I did them five in a row, and I didn't miss. I'm like, why not do twenty? I'm not gonna miss. True confidence. I'm not gonna miss. Do you want to work with the same producers on most of those songs, or do you kind of want to mix it up here and there? Um, I'm actually I want to reach out to those producers and work with them. Right. I'm gonna let them listen to my music because I don't have no personal relationship with them. So I want to reach out to them, see if they fuck with my music, and just get to work with them if they want to. But other than that, I want to work with Flyzone. I want to work with my with my boy Matt. He's from the Bronx too. Um, just whoever's whoever's good. I don't care who it is. Good. Sounds I good. Wanna fuck, I want to work with you. What's the word "self-made" mean to you personally? Just um, being able to do it on your own. Like you don't need help from nobody. You don't need nobody to tell you do this or do that. It's just. Um, it's just self-explanatory. Doing things on your own yeah, terms. Doing stuff on your own terms. And it kind of goes like, back to what we were talking about before, not being 9 to 5 guy, exactly. not being told, not being bossed around not to what exactly. to do. Just like creating your own reality yeah, type of thing. Exactly, yeah. I could see kind of like the meek, like what you said before, yeah. the meek influence. Because mm-hmm. I know he, I mean, Rick, you know who signed him, but you know they had that whole Maybach empire, yeah. that whole self-made thing going on. Exactly. So I know exactly what you mean. But um, all right, so mañana just happens to be Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. Friday, and you talked about how you're gonna drop your new single, Amaze Me. Yeah. So, any celebrations 
Um, any plans? Uh, probably keep it a surprise. Nah, nice. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Got you, of course. Yeah. But that single gonna drop. That's a gift right there. It's about her, so perfect. Yeah. Real shit. Do you feel? Do you feel like you um you gravitate more towards like a certain demographic when it comes to either like making love songs for you know for ladies or like doing stuff um, like street struggle stuff? I for never guys? thought I'll do the love the love stuff, but we had gone through a little situation, and like I say, I rap about whatever I'm going through. So since I went through that. I got in the studio and that's all I rapped about. Just her and what we going through and stuff like that. And it came out to be fire. So I'm like, fuck it, I could do this love stuff. But I, my main goal is the streets. Right. Sure. Okay. But I want to cater to the women too. Makes sense. Yeah. Just be more diverse. Exactly. So why didn't you think you would be good at making love songs? You I just thought know. it wasn't in your, like, the inner, you thought it was, it was like, nah. Right. I didn't think it was in me. But obviously whenever your feelings is in it, gonna come out good yeah of course because i never want to figure i don't want to talk about something that i'm not going yeah that's true you feel me so once i went through it and i was able to rap about it i'm like i could do it now yeah Yeah. when you went through that per se did you kind of also realize hey maybe if i'm like i love songs why not just stop it there maybe like do other types of maybe like sounds or maybe experiment per se or you kind of want to stay in those two lanes Nah, i want to do other stuff i want to do everything everything. right i want to make love songs with singers and all types of stuff rock stars yeah all types of stuff because yeah, Meek started doing that. Because when Meek first came out, and we would have told you, hey, like in the future, Meek's going to do a whole bunch of love tracks and everything that are going to be really good, we would have told you, nah, you're crazy. Well, like, he's just strictly it, yeah. a bar, street. Like, mm-hmm. we would never seen that. I mean, Meek but just, Meek shocked me when he just, he came out with that single with Justin Timberlake. But that just shows no, you. No, that's a great one. I love that one. That was amazing. You know what I like saying? that song. It just shows well, you how far he's, ke- he's come in his career. I would have never thought that in a million years, you yeah. feel me? But that just goes to show that you're. Your your music itself can touch a lot of people, but people that you would ne- artists that you would never thought exactly. ever. Mm-hmm. Do you look forward to that kind of like realization? Like, damn, like look, like I started off here, but now I'm doing like different types of like different types of venues, doing yeah. different types of, of sounds. Course. Like, of course, since I first started rapping, I look back. I got them songs in my email, so I look back and I'm like, damn, that's crazy. This how how I used to sound like. This is how I sound now. I would have never thought. Yeah, never. So is it kind of motivate you? Like, I right, like let's get better. Yeah, like, the, I, the whole just the idea of getting better kind of motivates mm-hmm. you to keep on moving forward. Yeah, there's no ceiling to where I'm going. That's how I feel. Nice. So do you have any shows um, that you want to announce, or have you had like? Well, oh, actually, before we ask that, have you done any like major shows? Maybe like at showcases or somewhere else? Nah, no major shows, not yet. Do you plan on doing those soon? Yeah, for sure. Sobs. Yeah. Those? When I get bigger. Really, right? Once my crowd gets, I would say shows because even um, if they're like showcases, because artist every artist starts somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, because getting shows is tough for like promoters yeah. for the most part. But if you do a showcase, and you could at least show like promoters and people in the building, like investors, hey, listen, like this guy does really good with um, a certain crowd. He yeah. brings out a certain amount of people, or he makes the crowd feel a certain type of way, like his energy and all that. It opens up more doors and more avenues to me, yeah. like doing like bigger shows and you know just little by little just doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to, I want to do shows for sure. I just know, I know I got to get my crowd bigger first. To bring of course, yeah. Because people, you know? people going to support music on social media. It's easy to listen to a song, but it's, for them to come to your show, you got to really, like, Absolutely. have pool, you know? Yeah, that's where I think, uh, you know, like, for you personally, if I would yeah. give you, like, any, like, advice from, like, from the outside looking in, showcases. Yeah. Showcases sound really good, especially since you sing and all that. Like, mm-hmm. you can't go wrong with that. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, would you also be down for like festivals, like big music of festivals course. for the most part? Uh, yeah. What are some of your favorite music festivals that Rolling you've kind of like seen? Rolling Loud, Loud? Yeah, yeah, I was there last Loud. um yeah. I never when it came to New York, it was crazy. I look it up on like YouTube and stuff. Yeah, I see, it's lit. Now the energy in Rolling Loud, like just like being there, mm-hmm. is totally crazy. 
And for the most part, you know, a lot of people think that it's just these big time artists. Not really. It'll be like a lot of artists that you know have like you know have like a certain following, but it's still like kind of up and coming. They'll get like the first couple like um, first couple of slots because you know like like the you know the later you go with like within like the stages, the bigger artists come out. But like there's some guys who still like you know come out like first, second, third acts with minimal people, of course, but still you still like get like that big recognition of being there. Of course, you've been rolling out. I wish. Yeah. That's awesome though. Definitely. So all those like big events like Lollapalooza, all those that's that's the aim. That's of what you're course. trying to do for 2020. Of course. All right. I got do you it. feel like you could rock like a big crowd like that? Yeah. Like you know, get crazy. Oh well, not crazy, not but crazy. like you know, like, like start like dancing, get the crowd amp and all that. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Well, you're a former athlete, so like definitely the stamina is there. Yeah. Makes sense. Hell yeah. Yeah. Now all these artists kind of like look like out of breath <laughs> when they <laughs> when, when they real, perform. Like it's pretty. I don't know. It's pretty bad. They do the gym. Yeah. Do you still stay active when it comes to like you know working out, like doing active yeah, I stuff? I still play ball and stuff like that. Got you. Yeah, I haven't been in the gym in a while, but I still play ball. And stuff. Right. Yeah. Does that kind? Of, do you feel like that helps with the music? Kind of like you, you know yeah. your vocal cords and like of you know course. like you know breathing mm-hmm. stuff like that. It would be in the studio tired as hell, cause when I'm recording, I hold my breath a lot. Yeah. Just to keep that same pitch. Yeah. There's also a lot of artists that maybe they don't take care of themselves a lot. And they even say, hey, listen, like, I don't work out. I don't, you know, I just sip lean, smoke weed or whatever right, the case right, may right. be. Like, do you kind of, and I think that's not like a bad thing. Well, not as a, like a bad thing, but like if you want to be, be in this business for a long time, especially the, the performing piece, mm-hmm. I think it's better if you kind of take healthy. a step back yeah. and be like he- live a healthy lifestyle. Of course. So do you kind of think, do you kind of do the opposite of like what all these artists are doing? Yeah, kind of like be healthy? Stay healthy. Right. I want to stay healthy for sure. Health as well, definitely. I mean, as as a young artist yourself, you got like like you said a fan base, but you got probably little kids already looking up to you. So mm-hmm. you feel me? It's always health comes um first before everything. So exactly. That's a and good. I got my I got my siblings looking up to me before right. anything, so I gotta set a good example for them. What do they think about the music? Fuck it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like, I feel like so many kids nowadays. You know, because they're more they're more into like to the YouTube, they're more into TikTok, more into yeah. social media, more than we ever grew up with. Because we kind of like just slowly kind of got yeah. into it. So now, like, you know, when it comes to maybe choosing, oh, do I want a job? Do I want like a formal type of thing? Or do I want, like be more of like a creator, whether it's like music, or social media, or photography, or something like that? They kind of like we'll see more like more you know yeah, growing yeah. kids want to go into stuff like that instead of just yeah. going to college and just you know doing something like normal, mm-hmm. which is nuts. It's crazy. But so I mean, none of my yeah. siblings want to play sports. My sister's in the criminal justice, but my brothers and stuff, they want to play sports. My brother played football in high school. Nice. Beast. Crazy. Yeah. That's what's up, man. I Yo. bet you be supporting them with everything course, they do. Everything. They I support me, I support them. Do they give you feedback with the music? Like, ah, yeah. maybe this isn't it, or oh, this is fire. Like, you know, my she'll sister, play that. My sister fucks with my shit OD. Yeah? Yeah, she loves every song. That's good. It's good to get, it's good, to get good, like, um, Good pushback from your family because mm-hmm. it kind of feels like it's like a purpose behind what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Do you feel it? Like, do you feel like that's kind of like what you're going through? Mm-hmm. Every time I send a song to my sister, she tell me it's fire. I want to go and record another one. Nice. Because I want to. You feel me? When the shine comes, the money comes. I want to make sure she's good. Yeah. You feel me? It's like a big family guy. Like family's yeah. kind of like a big priority towards you. Mm-hmm. So it's not cool. Like when you make it, or like per se, when you when you feel like you've made it, because everyone has a different idea of what making it is. Mm-hmm. But when you make it, kind of like. It's th- that's their win too as well. Of course, everybody, my family, my friends, everybody, everybody. Win. If I win, we all win. Perfect. All right. So before we sign off, right, we 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 asked our last guest the same question, but we started twenty twenty with a crazy tragedy, mm-hmm. and 
we saw the passing of a legend. So we wanted to know what was your initial reaction when you heard that Kobe passed away. I thought it was a lie. Right. I almost. Yeah, I mean, that's too. almost everybody. I said, nah, it can't be. It was like a minute. The minute they posted, I'm like, nah, it's a lie. I don't believe it. Right, right, right. I went on Google. I want to turn on the TV. Nobody talking about it. I'm like, nah, that's a lie. He ain't that. That's funny because all my all my siblings and my parents is outside in La Sala, and when we and we found out on CNN, it was like, that's it. Like we we yeah, knew for sure. Yeah, like it was a, that's we an actual like, mm-hmm. if anything. Person. That shit was crazy. I mean, so overall, do you think that our generations, MJ? I mean, do you think like our generation is gonna continue to uphold his legacy? Of like, course. Let let people. I mean, let kids know in the next generation who he was, was. Yeah, of course, we have to. We Absolutely. Have to. Did you have that talk with your siblings? Like, hey, like you might not know who Kobe is, but right. nah, they know like, who Kobe is. Right. They know so, who Kobe so, is. so they're not that young. Nah. Okay, got you. Yeah. All right, we didn't know how they were for nah, most. I know who Kobe is for sure. Got you. you know, yeah, I feel like even kids nowadays know who Kobe is. I mean, even if like they didn't like, they don't remember seeing him play like we did. Absolutely. I mean, when you look at it, Kobe. You know, we're talking about sports right now. So, we just said he was this generation's MJ, but Kobe like surpassed sports. I mean, you saw him win an Oscar. Yeah. You saw him Everything. do all type Everything. of things, and you saw him living good. So he became more of an influential figure than. Like, he surpassed the sports figure. He's such a big deal. So when he passed away, I mean, it was a big deal only because you never thought somebody never. of that magnitude never. and in the way that he did. You feel me? So, I mean. Living his regular life, his everyday life. Right, exactly. It's crazy. You never think. And, you know, it's funny. I said this to my siblings. I was like, but I told them, I told my family, I was like, with Kobe passing away, if that doesn't, like, in a sense, humble you, I don't know what is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is. Yeah, because he was kind of, you know, untouchable. Kind of like this big superhero, per se, for yeah. a lot of people. You would never think, like, anyone or anything would be able to get to him. Because he's, like, he's kind of, like, been through it all in a sense. He always kind of, like, comes, still, come, like, gets injured, came back on top, like, retired. Yep. Won an Oscar. Like, he just, you know, like, whatever, like, down, like, not, like neg- negative, not negative stuff, like, maybe something stops for him. He just keeps on going and does it 30 times better. Yeah. Which is nuts. Like, um... I forgot who it was. I think it was Marcus Morris from the Knicks, but um, and he's, he's not on the Clippers, Clippers now. now yeah. But um, he said, "Yo, Superman ain't supposed to die." Exactly. You feel me? So that I shit mean, was crazy. Yeah, I it cried. hit everybody. I, I mean, it hit everybody. Yeah. Even my mom cried. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it hit everybody. Music-wise, well, who, who was a big loss for you? Music-wise. Music-wise. Somebody that passed. Um, I'll say, I don't know, probably Juice Wrld. I yeah, mean, that was, I can see uh, that. Yeah. That one was like left field type of thing. Yeah. Like that was so random. I remember when I heard the news, it was as random as when I heard um, Tentacion passed away. Yeah. I mean, that was like that was crazy. Like, like just left know. field news. Yeah. yeah, just left field news, and that's that's becoming a trend. Like Mac Miller, you know, people and artists who, you know, they left their mark and just passing away, and it's becoming not a trend, but every now and then you kind of see, you kind of get kind of shook because you kind of wait and say. Who's going to be the next one? Exactly. That's just scary. Is leaving a legacy something that you really want to put, like, as an importance to in the future? Yeah, I want to. I don't want to just be a rapper. I don't want to be, like, somebody that people, when I pass or something happens to me, I want people to be like, nah, he left the mark. Right. Not just the music, but maybe, like, other everything. types of things. Yeah, everything, everything. That's awesome. Well, it sounds good because a lot of people, when they get into the industry itself, it's kind of like, oh, I just want to rap, make fast money, you know, just, you know, kind of spend as much as possible, nah. just chill, all that. Make a legacy for my kids, my kids' kids, everybody. Nice. Yeah. Sounds sounds amazing, honestly. I mean, you you got your priorities locked, bro. I mean, it's it's kind of like the thing. 
I, f- I think it was Migos. I think it was Quavo who said, what you want to be? You want to be rich or you want to be famous? Mm-hmm. Now, I want to live good. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I want to be rich, but I want to live good. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's all about how you feel and if you're living good. Exactly. Because you can have all the money in the world and you bored as shit. Mm-hmm. So... When you get famous, do you feel like, because, you know, fame can be a very annoying thing for people, yeah. especially people who are maybe, like, more, you know, like, to themselves, mm-hmm. for the most part. How do you think fame is, how do you think you're going to tackle fame when it comes? I don't even know. I don't even know. I live my regular day. If I can't do certain stuff, like, I know I probably can't go to the store and get a chopped cheese. Right, but yeah. Right. I'm going to just live day by day, however it goes, it goes. Do you think that's, like, a bad thing of the industry that you're in? Um, or is it well because it's it's thing, it's, it's inevitable. At the end of the day, you want to get out the hood. You don't want to be in the hood and go get a yeah, cheese. You want to yeah. be in LA right, and right, order yeah. steak and stuff like that. You know, so right. either way is a good thing. All right, perfect. Yeah. All right, before I let you go, um, do you have any like, other than the Valentine's Day um project you have for tonight? You have anything else you want to maybe for twenty maybe announce? I mean, sorry for the drought out on all platforms. Amazed me dropping twelve a.m. Um, what else? Ways to your heart dropping. This month, end of the month, and um, a bunch of visuals, a bunch of music coming out 2020. All right, uh, drop your Instagram and all your platforms real quick. Uh, Instagram, self Kev underscore, Twitter, self Kev underscore, uh, Snapchat, DC underscore, underscore, Kev7. Yeah. We'll drop everything just for you to like, just yeah, tell me right. real quick. Yeah. yeah. Got you. All right. I mean, Six one, got anything else? No, nah, I mean, bro came in, he did his thing. Feel me? He let us know who he was, and I can't wait to hear more out of you, bro. For appreciate real. It. Yeah, man. Thanks for definitely coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. All right, awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Re Up NYC podcast. We'll catch you guys later.